This week on One Crazy Story, comedian Patrick Keene joins us to talk about his new comedy album and more. So it's, it's really nice to have something, like, concrete. I didn't even realize, because, you know, the time it takes when you record it, for it to get edited and kind of released and set up, that by the time something happens, it's months later and you're kind of removed from it. And you're like, oh, yeah, cool. And then <laughs> yeah. it takes a little while to get excited about this thing again. Hello and welcome to another edition of One Crazy Story. I'm your host, Nate Armbruster, and this week I'm talking with comedian Patrick Keene. You may remember Patrick from an older episode. If you haven't heard that one, you can go back and check it out. Very funny story about going to Coachella. But this week, actually, uh, Patrick returns to talk about his latest comedy album called Two and Two Be Foe, which you got to listen to to get the joke. But a cool thing about this project that Patrick was working on is that I got to help him with it. I actually did all of the audio, and uh, I helped him out with the cover art as well. So so please do me a favor and head over to Spotify, iTunes, all of that stuff. Buy it, download it, review it, rate it, share it with your friends, tell everybody, listen to it, go see Patrick live. He's one of my favorite comedians, and he truly is because I kind of forced him to release this CD. Uh, it was kind of my, I don't want to say my idea, but I definitely... Uh, begged him to do it and let me help him. So um, I hope he was happy with it. I know I am. I think it turned out great. He had a great set. We recorded it at Acme Comedy Club in Minneapolis actually about exactly a year ago. It was uh, Super Bowl weekend, and the cool thing about that is the Super Bowl was in Minneapolis. So we recorded this while all of the Super Bowl festivities were going on just down the street, which was crazy. And uh, that was a really cool experience. I'm happy I got to be a part of this with Patrick, and I'm happy he let me help him out because you know, I'm pretty annoying. So anyway, he did give me permission to play a track on the, the intro of the podcast. So here you go. So yeah, Grime Orange County, mostly white. We played sports. And then when we go to the playoffs, we'd go play mixed race teams from LA, which means we'd lose in the playoffs in the first round. <laughs> we played a team in Long Beach, Millican. Uh, Long Beach kind of where it gets a little uh, rough great athletes and we lost 88 to nothing in a football game 88 to nothing for those of you that don't know that's uh, 11 touchdowns and 11 two-point conversions they were 11 for they had goalposts they could have kicked the one but they wanted the two uh, a little bit of a revenge thing going on i think with races uh sometimes in america but uh so 11 for 11 two-point conversions which is good that's a good ratio um 88 to nothing and I remember looking at the scoreboard. They, they were telling us at one point, they were telling us where the play, they're like, we're going to be there in a few seconds if you want to put your tacklers. That's where the ball's going to be. We're going to run it that way. And I looked up the scoreboard. I'm like, 88, if they, if they score two more touchdowns, does it max out at 99? You know? Or does it reboot to like six to nothing? And then someone late to the game will be like, oh shit, these white boys can play. You know? <laughs> so, uh, so that's all good. Yeah, so I ran track for one year. I, uh, I ran track. I was finishing ahead of a black guy in track once. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to finish ahead of this black guy in track. And someone's like, no, man, he already finished. He's just doing a cool down uh, lap. So I was like, oh, shit. So it's good. But I, I played. I played. You know, I grew up in the suburbs. A lot of it's hockey, I think, is, the, is hockey bigger than football here? Yeah, right? Naturally, you guys are so, so good. Oh, they're the same? Yeah. Uh, hockey's, I think, a little bigger, right? Aki's a little bit bigger. Why are all the guys quiet and the chicks are talking sports? What the fuck? <laughs> Holy shit, all right, this is... <laughs> I've never heard women that know more about sports. Their guys are just tired of everything. Um, <laughs> curling's bigger than both? 
book. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit, I had all this curling material. I, I didn't know. I'll do that later. Uh, yeah, I played, man, the suburbs, yeah, the dads that are crazy, right? My dad was a football guy. He's from the Midwest, obviously, in football. Like, you know, you, a lot of dads want their sons to be professional athletes at all costs, but they don't marry the right woman. And my dad did his part. Big guy, athletic. But if you want a son in the big leagues, you need to marry a big farm girl. Right? Or a tough inner city girl. Or a big, tough South Pacific Island woman. When you marry a sweet little Irish girl who likes musicals. Hey, everybody. I'm Patrick Keene. All right? Super Bowl rings don't come out of trophy wife vaginas. They go into them. Is that right? Yeah, there are a few of you, you f motherfuckers. You've been quiet the whole show. Finally mentioned vagina, and it's like, oh, cool, I'm listening. Yeah, filthy. All right. All right, that was a track off of Patrick Keen's latest album, 2 and 2 Be Foe. Now go listen to it and buy it. Get in touch with him. Tell him how much you loved it. And go see him live. He's one of the best. He truly is one of my favorite comedians. All right, so that's enough from me. If you haven't had a chance yet, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, all that good stuff. Share it with your friends. Tell your friends if you like my podcast. And if you don't like it, why Why are you listening? That's, you know, complete waste of your time. But thank you so much for listening, guys. I really do appreciate it. Now enjoy this week's episode with myself and comedian Patrick Keene. So let's start there because you're from Toledo. So you kind of have some Michigan Midwest roots, but you grew up in Orange County, right? That's correct. Yeah, I was born in Toledo, Ohio, and then my dad took a job transfer out to Orange County, California. So that means you started comedy in California, in like L.A., basically. Yeah, yeah. I moved up to L.A. in 2000 and started doing stand-up. I always wanted to do comedy in some capacity, whether it was, you know, uh, stand-up or sketch or act or just write. And I was like, well, the quickest way to get seen is doing stand-up, and then you can kind of make your bones from there a little. And I just never got out of stand-up for whatever reason. It just never went that bad. Actually, it did. But for some reason, I stayed in. <laughs> you know, because I would have loved it. Just been a comedic actor or a sketch guy. But uh, I really didn't have the balls to get into it until I was out of college. And by then, what are you going to take? Theater classes and sketch classes and writing? I mean, I, I guess I could have done that too, but uh, stand-up was just the quickest. At the time I started, I was 27, and I was like, I got to get going here. Yeah, stand-up is like you can just you just start. You know, there's really no like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess you can't anything in show business. You can't really. Um, you can't say there's like an you know do this this and this and you'll end up here. It's not like you know, it's not like a traditional yeah. uh, path to succeed. So it's kind of like stand up. Yeah. It's just like, we'll just jump in and uh, see where you go. But that can take you so many places, you know, I mean, you, like you said, sketch and, or any sort of acting. I mean, you, you can do a lot of shit. Yeah, you can, you really can. Once you can do stand up and make a living at it, then, then you're kind of set and, you know, you go do podcasts or you go do a YouTube page. And, uh, and I know that a lot of great shows, have writers on them who were great stand-ups who don't really do stand-up anymore. I know like Eddie Gosling writes for Top oh, yeah. and Bob Oshak is a great guy and uh, he writes for uh, Bill Maher and Brian Keith Etheridge writes on shows and Mark Gross and, and it's countless, right? Dwayne yeah. Kennedy is a great comic out of Chicago that writes for Kamal Bell. You have to know how to write a joke, you know, and I've stand-ups, that's what stand-ups do. So you get good at writing yeah. jokes. You, you can get those jobs, you know? 
Absolutely. And you know, if you know the perspective of the, of the comic or the writer or the POV point of view of uh, the show. Oh yeah. And that's huge. If you can get somebody else's voice, because a lot of guys, I mean, you and I both know so many comics that could never write for anybody but themselves. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. do you do you think you would have done stand up had you grown up in Toledo? That's a great question, man. I, I don't know. I think I would have stayed kind of in the football world, right? Uh, you know, my dad he was a big salesman, and not only that, but he coached football, and he was just a great like he was kind of a John Madden figure, <laughs> and uh, big blonde haired guy, and like go get him, tackle the day. Stuff like right. that. I'm not quite that. I'm kind of between that and my mom, who's very soft-spoken and you know likes musicals. That you do a great joke about that on the album, actually, as you know. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a perfect. But it's fit. a good. Yeah, it's, thank but, you. But it's a good um, example. I guess it makes sense. You would kind of stick in the sports world because that's kind of how you would have grown up out here. But um, I think so. I think it would have been a lot more sports and probably gone to a mid-American college. Yeah, like so many of my cousins and. Uh, I don't know. You know, I, I think maybe, you know, had, had I, I think had I gone to Toledo or stayed in Toledo, I think I would have, because I lived in Michigan while going to school in Toledo. Okay. So I think after school or during school, maybe going to a mid-American school, I would have either gone to Detroit or Chicago or Toronto to do sure. sketch, to do a more structured approach. Interesting. Um, yeah, I think, I think that's what I would have leaned towards because it was, I exhausted my sports career pretty <laughs> like, I think I was 19. Yeah, you're like, this and, is it. Uh, this, is where we're, this is where we're calling it. Yeah, it's just, like, not happening. I mean, you can tell, too, if you go to camps. Like, I went to a UCLA camp one summer mm-hmm. with other, like, high school kids. And it was kids from all over the state, basically, mm-hmm. which California is loaded with talent. And, and I'm just like, this is a joke. Like, yeah. I'm not, big, I'm not as big, solid, strong, quick, tough as anybody else here like <laughs> and you just the ball's coming at me 10 times faster i'm like i'm gonna break fingers just that's doing the right thing i'm gonna break fingers yeah that like, get me out of this when you really think about uh sport you look at like any professional league too like you look at the worst player in the any professional sport they're still amazing at that game you know what i mean Oh, it's sick. Yeah, like the worst, per- sick. the worst person on the field is still better than you know ninety percent of the country. <laughs> oh yeah, it, you're absolutely right. There's no. It's so funny that people say, "Could Alabama beat a college team or a pro team?" There's no way. There's there's no. just no way. I mean, they're 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 a semi-pro team at best. There really aren't even that many Alabama alumni in the NFL for all their national titles. Mm-hmm. Weirdly, there's not as many as you'd think. Uh, they're a great team, but yeah, that level, the pro level is just insane. It's DNA combined with the right mindset combined with the right environment that whatever individual is raised in. I can see a Patrick Keat in the NFL. The nice thing is now you can just, yeah, you could just, uh, yeah, you could just buy a Jersey and get your name put on it. You could do that. Pick your favorite. Yeah, I just saw Gary Coleman. I saw. <laughs> yeah, Gary I just Coleman's, saw that. That's uh, what I was just jersey today. That's, that's exactly why I said that because I just saw him put put up that picture and I was like, "That's great." You could just cut right to the chase and just get the exact jersey. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I think Swartzen does it with Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. <laughs> it's great because you can't really do that if you want to be a great comedian. You can't just buy a comedy jersey and put your name on it. That's weird. Yeah. No, you cannot get. You cannot just. Buy your way into that. That's no. true. <laughs> uh, anyway, so, That's so funny. 
so yeah so are you so what do you got going i know you you know you just put out uh your uh, is this your first album would you say like first one yeah, that you really like is. released I mean, officially there was another one i did kind of a um what do you call it uh thrown together kind of gorilla style a few mm-hmm. years ago maybe a decade ago that i don't know man i don't know what that was it was uh it's called bootlegged uh-huh a live bootlegged and kicking or something which my God, I don't know that anybody <laughs> listened to that on the planet. But, yeah. But this is the first legit thing, and it's on iTunes and Amazon. Yeah, you can get it everywhere. And uh, you can get it on Google and Spotify. So I think that'll hit some of the uh, serious XM comedy stations. And, you know, it's good. It was in a great environment, that uh, kind of low ceiling for my style. It's great. I'm not really a big theater comic. I'm not a, a Dane Cook or something where... You're doing a whole arena or a Kevin Hart. Right. No, I know what you mean. It's more conversational. What's really cool, what I like about this, and not to like, obviously, because I was there, but the whole thing kind of came together. The first time I met you in Toledo, we worked together, and and then I realized he had some Michigan roots, and I was like, wait, what? And we kind of like hung out over the course of the weekend, and we just started talking, and I'm like, and I've been kind of getting uh, started recording people, you know, and like doing all this editing and stuff. And I asked you why you didn't have one out, and you just kind of said, I don't know, I just never, you know, no real reason. You just never did it or never had, like, the no one's yeah. ever asked you yeah, about you it. Just, yeah. And I almost, yeah. I don't want to say I forced you to do this, but I kind of made you do it. And I'm not, that's not me taking credit. It's just me being, like, annoying. But I just think you're so no, funny. I was like, you got to have something out there. And, you know, and, you know, it's sure it's not, you might not win a Grammy, but I mean, like, it's it's still a yeah. thing. It's still a thing that's out there. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely, man. So I'm glad so it worked out. a five or ten minute piece, you need some freaking footage and documentation that says you're here on the planet. Yeah. Yeah, uh, man. In, in 200 years, someone's going to be on Spotify. Like, who's this Patrick Keene? Yeah, right. You know? Like, right. Just some little file in the universe. Some future <laughs> civilization finds these things, and they're like, oh, cool. <laughs> um, but I'm glad you did, and, and that's really what helps, because... Comics do so much for comics. I, you know, I can't believe all the great comics that are nice enough to favorite and retweet and post about this album coming out. You know, friends that you know for years. Some really made it in the biz. Some are still fighting to get, you know, some success. So, yeah, I really appreciate you having done that because, you know, living in L.A. especially, you just get so discouraged. My God, there's, oh, yeah. there's a lot of people doing it. It's watered down industry people are in your kind of ear too soon yeah and you're and you're worried about industry too soon and you know a lot of the wrong stuff gets rewarded that's true and if you're a jackass idiot like me (laughs) you take that stuff to heart too much instead of having perspective and going all right they're not gonna last or all i have to do is keep writing creating so it's it's really nice to have something like concrete i didn't even realize because you know the time it takes when you record it for it to get edited and kind of released and set up that by the time something happens it's months later and you're kind of removed from it and you're like oh yeah cool and then <laughs> yeah. it takes a little while to get excited about this thing again yeah it's officially out now it's out there and we recorded it at um acme in minneapolis which is kind of cool because my my actually this was a few things about this weekend it kind of worked out perfectly because one that's one of the best clubs in the country easily probably top top five yeah. easy and then yeah. um yeah and i don't know how often are you there like 
you know, just kind of whenever, whenever, or like once a I'd year, do you get in there? Such a great rotation there. Yeah, there's such a competitive rotation. I'm probably there once for two years. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So this, which this, is which is good. I mean, yeah. You know. Oh yeah, especially when you know the club like that is as you know in demand when you're a comic. I mean, everybody wants to work there. So like the fact that you can get in uh, every two years, it's amazing. Especially being from LA. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's great. Swartzen got me in because he's from there. Oh yeah, yeah. Did you guys do it together, or did, was this well after he had you know, uh, the, blown up? The first up? time it was uh, God. First time was a long time ago, and I went there to open for him, and it was just before he started doing theaters. Mm-hmm. And Lewis, I guess, liked my set enough, or I came highly recommended from Nick or something. Oh, good. And he started headlining me right away, so that really worked out nice. And I've gone back a few times just to feature. Because, like, a friend was headlining. Yeah. And, you know, that feature um, spot is just so, you know, it's like, ah, oh, just show up, crush no, for so 25 minutes, and then yeah. just, you know, go eat. <laughs> it really is. Because you, not only are you doing less time, you're doing it in the middle of the show. Like, a headliner has to go up later when the audience is a little more exhausted, a little yeah. more drunk, but and do longer. So you have to have, it's not just a matter of having 30 versus 45. You've got to have a 45 minimum that's good enough to keep their attention at an hour and a half point in the show so there are some tricks to it and then you know some people are lucky enough just to bypass that like you get on tv enough and then people are like oh we're just going to go to watch the celebrity not the comic Mm -hmm. and uh you know i've seen different like big names do different tricks like they'll go up and maybe mc the show and they do 10 in the beginning 15 in the middle and then 30 at the end I met you out in Minneapolis, and it was it was like the perfect weekend because it was, um, it was Super Bowl weekend, which is just, and the Super Bowl was in Minneapolis, like right down the street. You're like, you're like two miles from everything. Yeah, there were so many people in town and so much excitement, and it was a great Super Bowl. Yeah, you were in Omaha for Thanksgiving. Uh, is this your first Thanksgiving on the road? No, no, I've been on the road plenty. Yeah, because I think the first yeah, weekend, I, you know, I don't give a shit about that. Nah, Thanksgiving, I don't think really is a big deal to yeah. miss so yeah man so that's good so yeah i'm traveling i'm doing that i'm trying to sell a show i don't know if i told you about mascots the show idea i have where yeah I go from team to team yeah that's what i've been working on lately are you writing or is, is, it, a, is it scripted it's uh i mean loosely scripted it's like anthony bourdain's parts unknown but it's oh, okay all right that's great man and i just go uh yeah it's fun i go school to school team to team um and i just kind of break down the history and culture behind every team's mascot and it's something I've always been passionate about because I moved around a lot as a kid and I love sports and I do like traveling. I do like staying in markets no matter how small. Mm-hmm. Um, even if even if the club they have is terrible, I, I enjoy like the geography part of it and the travel part of it. So are you going through any, um, are you going to like colleges and universities or are you doing like professional sports, minor league sports, uh, any sport in particular? Or? Well, we shot a sample episode at Cal State Fullerton which mm-hmm. is in Southern Cal, which is in Orange County. And uh, they have a big baseball program and a big uh, women's gymnastics, a bunch of national titles there. And so um, we shot uh, we shot a, kind of a spec, and I'm trying to sell that around the country to other schools. I, I think college is the best place to start because there's so many. You know, there's hundreds and thousands Absolutely. of colleges. Absolutely. Whereas for pro baseball and pro football, pro hockey, all these teams have 30, 32 teams. So I think you start in the colleges and just get all those. And I'd like to smart start with smaller colleges so I can really kind of perfect 
episodes, how we shoot, how we keep it interesting, how we keep it relevant. And then from there, you know, go and do pro football, pro baseball, pro hockey, pro basketball. I'd love to do like minor league baseball. I'd love to do the WNBA, Canadian football, Japanese baseball, Premier League soccer, World Olympics, World Cup, all that stuff. And just do hundreds of teams. And I think it's endless. something I could do my, for my whole career. Yeah, it's endless. And, you know, you usually got the mascot. Everyone's team's got like a mascot they started with back in the 1800s or early 1900s. And then they changed. And, you know, and then they've got an actual mascot like, hey, we're, we're called the, um, you know, the raccoons. But we've got Ricky, who's our main guy, who like Ricky goes around town, you know. So you've got the raccoon to study yeah. from like... <laughs> you know, a geographical, like indigenous perspective, like, Oh, are there raccoons in this area? Like, for example, Michigan has central Michigan Chippewas, I think. Yes. Uh, or the Western Michigan Broncos, um, or the Wolverines or obviously Spartans. And you just study like the biology behind the environment and you get scientists or anthropologists or uh, meteorologists and you study that and you, you do kind of a comedic take on actual science and history. That's great, about man. these mascots, you know, whether it's a Native American reservation or, or some kind of tribal lifestyle thing. I just, I love doing it, you know. Well, that's such a great idea. I, and so uh, you shot the first, you shot like a little, little pilot and you're trying to. In, you're yeah, going... I'll send it to you. Yeah, we shot. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice like 12 minute piece. And then we have a nice five minute piece. Good. Um, as well. And uh, yeah, it's fun. I, I just, I love it. And it's kind of, a, it's kind of uh, what I, what I call it is like, PPS meets Buffalo wings, you know, <laughs> like kind of those. That's great. That's the, that's, yeah. that's the, te- that's the, that's the log line right there. That's the, that's the log line. That's yeah. the log line. Just that's the log line. And, <laughs> and I just think between alumni and professors and just blue collar sports fans and the Walmart audience, all that stuff, I think it could be a great tie in, you know? I think that's great because I think it, it kind of marries your two passions, comedy and sports, you know? And yeah, that yeah. you can't go wrong with that because it's an, it's the, both of yeah. them are genuine interests of yours, you know, like, okay, how do I make this entertaining? Also, I get to learn and experience like sports cultures from all over the country, all over the world, really. Yeah. I think it could be fun and it's something I'm genuinely interested in. I'd love to do it. And I love talking, you know, I'll talk to hot or, uh, you know, college administrators or high school administrators or, you know, people on the boards, or the councils that decide a lot of that stuff. I enjoy talking education and, you know, um, admissions and history and sports and fan bases and, you know, trivia. You involve the students and the alumni. Hopefully local trivia stuff could be fun. Like it's a trivia night competition. Or, you know, you go around, do man-on-the-street segments asking counties or, you know, students uh, to sing the fight song. I'm glad you could find some time to do this with me. Another another podcast because you've done this before with me. We did it, I think, probably in Toledo. I think when we talked about your trip to yeah. Coachella or whatever. <laughs> but uh, Jesus. yeah, that's right. Yeah, and uh, but anyway, um, so yeah, uh, thanks for thanks for doing this again, man. And you're on the road a bunch. You're, you're somewhere else every week. Are, do you have a website or anything people can get your your dates from or? Yeah, they can go to um, they go to YouTube Keen of Comedy K E A N E K E A N E Keen of Comedy, and uh, they'll see the clips. They'll see stand up clips. They'll see silly shows. I was in a couple episodes of uh, Henry Phillips, yes. Junior Coffee, and Henry Kitchen, and uh, some of that insanity. And then you can see Twit this week in tweets. Yes, 
which I played the twit. I was reading my tweets. And uh, <laughs> so okay, so the album's out, and the this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna put links to all of this stuff, all of your stuff, in the description of this episode, so everybody can just you know find it that way. It'll be right there, easy for everyone to find, and uh, I'll make sure I tell everybody on the internet about it as well. And actually, would you mind Dude, if I you did great? You, you did you did great art on it, and you gave me the title to and to be so. <laughs> such a good idea. I'm glad. I'm glad you liked it.